Show starting. This one's going to be wild. Braxton. How are you, buddy? Good. <laughs> this is I'm good. good. I'm good. Guys, this is what you get when you come on the Aussie View. So, um. <laughs> it's already get... worth it. It's been 30 seconds and it's worth it. Not a result. And, like, to be honest with you guys, Braxton travelled 20 minutes to come here. And he will also travel 20 minutes home. And, um. Because he said yes to come on the show, I was like this afternoon, well, it's around ten time anyway. Like, let's get Costco. Like, this is freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, Jake's just up the back there enjoying it too. But they gave uh-huh. us the freaking... All right, Braxton, you, you know what it's called. Um, You work in the fast food industry. What's it called if that's, if that's stale, like the old? What's the, what's the terminology used? I would just say... Been there for a while. I'm <laughs> um, <laughs> not gonna say it's bad or anything. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just not the newest. It isn't the newest, but I think that this one here, the cheese, on the other hand, cheese is mm. great. Mate, I freaking great. love the cheese. I was just saying to you early before the show, Brax, that me and Jack always leave school and go to Costco, mm-hmm. like just during the day, and it's like so good. Because it's only 10 minutes down the road, you get there. And, like, they recognise us, eh, Jack? Like, they just re- recognise us. <laughs> like, you, but do you know how they ask everyone for the, Do you have a membership there? No. No, right. So, you, okay, now you, ha- now you try this, you have to get a membership. But mm-hmm. um, they always ask everyone for the cards as they're walking in. But actually, they're just like, yeah, go in, we know you. We know you. Like, <laughs> that's how it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm. But um, I think, yeah, it's, it's a really great place to shop. But um, we're not sponsored by Costco in any way, shape, or form. But... Braxton has decided to come on the show. Uh-huh. Thank you for coming on the show. Um, now, I actually, you know, like I've got nothing planned, but I think that we can have a great conversation about just topics we're passionate about. So, what's your thoughts on the on the price of, like, Bitcoin and crypto, like the state that it's in at the moment? It's taken a beating, a really mm. big beating, right. but... It's slowly recovering at the moment. It's it's slowly making its way. <laughs> Sorry. It's just the food. I just love the food. Sorry, keep going. Mm-hmm. I'm distracting you. It's slowly recovering. So what do you think is going to be next? Mm. It's hard, but I think it's going to be a bit of a sideways game for a while now. Right, yeah. Um, just with, I think we just sort of got over the whole war, everything that went down during that mm. big crash. Everyone's dumped and gone. It's going to zero. This is the one. Um, so I think there's going to be some sideways game right. between a lot of people that are in it, all your day traders in and out constantly. Yep. Um, obviously, you had a lot of big... Um, whales and stuff tend to sell off right before that big downfall mm. as well. So I do feel like you're going to have those days where they are buying back in and you're going to see those big 7 8% jumps in Bitcoin and Ethereum, mm. which like they're going to be able to do that. They have that right. much money yeah. and stuff. Um, but I think in the long term, that's going to be set up pretty well for some big gains mm. as well as all the side cryptos and that 
I feel like once Bitcoin and Ethereum start taking off again, it's just going to be a whole another bull run. Everything will follow, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I saw that. Um, did you see that Tesla sold it st- like all its Bitcoin, or all of it, or they sold a lot of their Bitcoin? Tesla, no, I didn't see that one. Mm. I missed that one. I saw that about a week ago, mm. saying that Tesla sold its Bitcoin following wow. um, like a year after saying that it's in they're in it for the long run. I was like, hmm. Oh, yes. I think I seen a, like just a headline about it. Something about big company drops Bitcoin or something. Crazy. Because yeah. when you get big companies like that, like the stock can move mm-hmm. massively because like yeah. I said, they got so much money. Yeah. Well, look at back in the Tesla stock, how quickly like that dumped and then jumped as well. Both ways. Um, a couple months ago it was, or if not six months ago. Time's gone really quick lately. Um, but yeah, and yeah. then even Dogecoin, when Elon tweets about Dogecoin and you see just those massive spikes in the day, nearly 50% sometimes yeah. when he tweets about we're now accepting uh, Dogecoin and stuff like that. Crazy. Yeah. So what, do, do you, how, how does that work though? Like, how, like, do you agree with someone being able to control markets, like financial markets like that? Uh Look, when you're dealing with like a meme coin like Dogecoin, I feel like that's pretty pretty self-explanatory. If you're going to put your money into it, you should have a big disclaimer like right. this can get manipulated easily. Yeah, right. Um, but I don't think one person or one company should be able to completely just almost dominate the whole thing. I don't think that's yep. very fair to say. Because what's the market cap of Dogecoin? Like forty billion, like, like yeah, it, some something like that around yeah, right. that. So would you still call it a meme coin after that? It is hard, because yes, it's like it's it's that big, but it's still not a hundred percent like Bitcoin or anything, because it's like you're not really building anything on. Dogecoin or anything right. or the Bitcoin network, you know, mm. how they have all their nodes and mm. stuff like that. So you can't really class it as a full, like, cryptocurrency platform, anything like that, that you have, like, your Ethereum, XRP, and that are working yeah. with banks and all that stuff to bridge Bitcoin and stuff to be more usable. Mm. And then, obviously, you have the Dogecoin and stuff, which is sort of like an interchangeable currency almost so it's sort of bridging it's but it's like big enough Mm. that you could almost claim it as a full cryptocurrency yeah yeah because like 40 billion or what what, like let's just say it is 40 billion good it might be more (laughs) yeah might be less i don't know but even if it's 1 billion that like that's nothing to joke about yeah Um, Yeah. i'd love to have a billion dollars to show you guys (laughs) yeah if anyone is watching that and that feels free to donate um, just, 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 I'm your guy. <laughs> I'm your guy. I mean, we and Braxton will split it 50 50. Yeah. Because if you're watching this podcast, accepting. Braxton's made the effort to come on so he can get 50. I got 50, you know, 500 million. Uh, million. I'd be happy with just a percent of that. Yep. Uh, Anything. Just 1% of 1 billion. I'm happy. Just a dollar. Yeah. Show your love and appreciation. I'll take some. Oh, Jack's the same here once. So, how much do you want, Jack? Uh, a bit. A, a bit. How much just is a, a bit? bit? 25% of a billion. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd go 25% with Jake and then... I'll go 50. Yeah. 
Ben, just because I'm greedy. Yeah. Well, not not greedy. Just, yeah, just I'm greedy. Founder. He invited me on. No, you know, like, all that stuff. No, but like the donation. But look, I mean, twenty five percent of a billion will get you a long way. Yeah. Freak, what's <laughs> that? Two two hundred and fifty million. Yeah, that'll. It's plenty. <laughs> that's, <a lot. laughs> that's plenty. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> It's not even... 250 million, that's nothing to <laughs> laugh about, man. Like, yeah. I could just retire. Yeah, like I get... At that point, almost. Yeah, like you get 20% off at Macca's, yeah. It's just <laughs> yeah. like, oh, it's only 20%. It's like 20% of a bit. <laughs> Holy hell, that's a lot yeah. of money. Yeah. Um, it's oh, amazing mate. how much it changes. 20% on your Big Mac meal and you save an extra dollar or something. Mm. If that might hit 80 cents mm. and then you hit 20% of a billion and there you are at... Two hundred million dollars. Crazy. It blows your mind the difference between a million and a billion. Oh yeah, it's like insane. 100%. Like I think it's because of how how quickly we go from one to ten, right, and then ten to a hundred, and a hundred to like a thousand. Yeah, yeah. But which is a lot easier to multiply until you get up to those bigger numbers, and then you just hear that, and it's just insane. The possibilities are endless with that sort of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'll be honest. If you have that sort of money, obviously your investments and your risk is a lot higher. Yeah. Because you're putting more money into something, right? It's not like you're still going to invest a million dollars in a house. You'll invest yeah. $100 million into, a, into an investment property or something. Yeah, yeah. Right? Whether it be apartments or whatever, right? But I would say if you're smart with your money, it's almost impossible to lose it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see those stories all the time when people like they win the lottery and stuff and then they get like a good two years out of it and then they're back being broke again it's like mm. if you win that kind of money mm. it's not hard to like yeah you might fail a thousand times mm. or whatever but you have say you win 10 million like you have however much money to yeah, help right. try and keep each one mm. alive like you don't have to have a great idea. Hundred Like with that kind of money, you can almost take over people's businesses. Like mm. offer them money for a working business that yeah, does already does already has cash flow. Profit yeah, hundred percent. Like that, which and like even some of the, over in America when they win like lots of money, like their big big lottery stuff. Yeah. Um, like that kind of money over here, like. You can go and buy three, four, or five businesses and Crazy. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's if you have that kind of money and end up back. Yeah, yeah. Doing the same thing at work. Yeah. You weren't meant to make it in the first place. Yeah, yeah. No excuses. Hundred percent. Like, like, let's be honest. With that sort of money, like even ten million, right? Let's yeah. just say ten million. That's nothing to to a billion, right? Yeah. If we get ten, ten million. And you've just won it in the lottery. You can buy a block of units. You can also pay wages for a manager with a block of units to run it for you. So then at that yep. stage, you're literally just putting money on the table. You're not working for it. And mm-hmm. your money is worth working for you. Yeah. 100%. In rent. Like, because, you know, let's just say 10 units, you buy 10 units, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you, you, then you get, you're getting rent back from that. Or you might get 15 units. But, mm-hmm. um,. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you actually don't have to be smart to keep it. You know, yeah, you've got to be really dumb to to lose to actually, it. Actually, yeah, lose it, it all. Yeah, and like eighty percent of people that win the lottery, or almost eighty percent, are actually in a worse financial position five years after winning the lottery. Yeah, because they go out and buy cars, yeah. houses, Debt. purses, stuff like that. Yeah. 
Christian Dior stuff, like like yeah, all yeah, the yeah. designer brands. Yeah, and I think buying designer brands is stupid. Because oh yes, it's just it's it's look at me, I'm so good. Yeah, right? and I, I can't I can't I can't speak because I've got hot Tommy, but that's the best I've got. Tommy isn't like, 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 yeah, like Gucci or something. Yeah, it's like in that middle part. Yeah, along with Nike, make decent clothes right. and stuff like that. Yeah. Not super expensive. Yeah, but but I think it's all about look at me. I'm trying to look rich. Yeah. A lot of people I know that wear all these designer stuff. Yeah. You know, one person I know wears this stuff and they're actually are rich. Yeah. And another person I know wears this sort of stuff and they're just like, they're just ticking along you know, yeah, paycheck yeah. to paycheck. Not paycheck, I, I don't obviously know their financial yeah, position, yeah. but they, I know that they're not rich. Yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, I just think that a lot of the, um, yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of the hype about design brands is like, look at me. Oh yeah, I'm trying to be rich and and like who was the guy? Jake, you might know. Um, who was it? the The title was "Don't Go Broke Trying to Look Look Rich." Was that like um Shaq O'Neal or something like that? Oh, was it Shaq O'Neal? I swear oh. it might have been him, mate. I think but, I've heard that phrase, and mm. it's like pinned like over the top of the video and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Oh. The paper these paper straws are terrible. Frick the paper straws, mate. Yeah. Four times as much energy to make a paper straw com compared to a plastic straw. And then again, they actually have plastic lining on the inside of them anyway. Now, tell me how that's good for the environment, please, somebody. <laughs> and the energy that they make these in is not green energy. It's coming from your, your freaking power stations. Explain that one to the Greens. <laughs> oh, that was good. It would save the planet. Frick you. Mm. Oh, it's either that or people take like three yeah. or four straws. Yeah, like, and that, just like, like four, just, eight, 12, 16 times Because Because they, right around there, they get soggy where your drink's sat, and then they just rip that one out, throw it, mm. whack a new straw in. So it's like, worse for the environment. It actually is yeah. worse. Yeah. Oh, they break down quicker. Well, then let's let's work out a waste removal system so that it doesn't end up in the oceans, number one. Yeah. Oh, I've seen these things... Um, Back when I was in school, I was doing a big project on like all their rubbish and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and on all of the like sewer exits, you know how we have them and they run mm. out to the ocean, mm. they put like these big nets on so the water can run through and then all the like trash that runs through just all the caught. sewage just gets caught in this big bag. Wow. They just close it off, change the net over, throw that one in there, and then it just collects heaps of stuff. They mm. fill up fill it up probably once every couple of days and just yeah, have right. a run that runs along the coastline mm. and just does it every two or three days. Mm. And I mean, look, that's what you know. That's all you know. Yeah. Right? And so here we are busting our chops to get making stuff that doesn't work. Which yeah. is actually worse than the environment. Like, let's work out a waste, waste removal system that makes sure that these puppies don't actually end up in the water in the first place. Yeah. Or end up in the any sort of environment in the first yeah. place. Yeah. Once we sort that out, then we're going to plastic straws. Like, like yeah. you know, the day we should, we still should still have plastic straws. But people are worried about climate change. They're like, mate, this is this is a like, you know, how many of these they would make? They'd make mm. billions of these, mate. Yeah. Like, tell me how it's not good for them, and they can just pump them out like that, mm -hmm. like thousands every second. You know, so yeah, yeah, it's mind-boggling some of the stuff. Yeah, it's just. Some of this stuff that, that is preached by the government and preached by just like, what's the word? Social justice groups. 
like, yeah. oh, this is so good for everyone, you know? Freaking, like, they're actually wrong. Like, Yeah. I think they're more just finding a problem and saying, like, the first thing that comes to mind yeah. will fix it rather than going a bit deeper into why and, like, finding the root of the problem. Mm. Like, obviously, so there's plastic, all mm. that stuff ending up in our oceans and they're going, oh, we'll just make the stuff so that it breaks down, not how do we stop it from even getting to getting the ocean. Because right? obviously these, they're going to end up in the ocean, Yeah. obviously, um, being paper, whatnot. They're not mm. going to break down as soon as they touch the water. Mm. So you're still going to have animals trying to eat it. Mm. It's going to end up in there. Um, but if you can stop it from even entering the water, mm. that would 100%. be better than having it break down in the water. And you can't tell me that. Let's just say, let's just say you get a fish tank. And you chuck the, the straw in a fish tank and then give it 10 years and it might be gone, right? It might have been disappeared. You cannot tell me that that paper straw has not left the fish tank. It's still there. It's, it's just, just not one tiny. big thing. It's just in yeah. really gnarly little particles. Mm-hmm. So the straw's still going to be there. Yeah. The fish can still eat the tiny little particles. Yes, it might not you know, be as bad for them because it's so t- it's tiny. But it's yeah. still there, you know what I mean? Yeah. If the yep. concern is, your concern shouldn't be the rubbish. Like, the, yeah. the rubbish disintegrating, because it's still got to be there anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. The concern should be, it's going in the oceans. Yeah. Let's get them out yeah. of the oceans. Uh-huh. Let's, let's put things yeah. in place to stop them from getting to the oceans. Yeah. But I was at Boosters the other day, right? And Flamin', I really liked what they did. Um, frick me, not on the nice table. Um... It's gonna need a bit of a clean after this, I think. But um, the I was there, and they were like, "Do you like? Would you like a paper or a plastic straw?" And I was just like, ha! "I literally said this." I was like, "Ha, plastic, please." <laughs> and like, and um, and it was just like, "Good choice." And like, like, but I like it how they gave you that option, mm. right? And I think a fast food chains, you know, do the same. Like, hey, Costco is a great example. They don't have it on Mayo, mm. so. Costco didn't do it to like obviously today, but their lids usually have like a triangle thing, and you put them up to your and you put them up to your lips, and you don't need a straw at all. It's like mm. done. You don't need a straw, but then oh the lid will go in the ocean. Yeah, but your lid was always going to go in the ocean in the first place. So what are you worried about? Mm-hmm. I thought you were worried about straws. Now you're worried about lids. Well, it's better than no straw. Like, you know what I mean? Like better than the straw yeah. and the lid. You can't now tell it's me just the lid. You can't tell me you throw a cup in the drain, right? <laughs> you can't. You can't tell me you throw a cup in the drain, and then you know, a year later, just the straw hits the ocean. Like it's like it's all going to be intact. The whole thing's going to be thing's there. Be there. So, so at least you've removed one item from that, right? So, mm-hmm. I, I so want to. I wish Costco did it, but big franchise. But like, do you reckon how hard do you reckon it would be to get Maccas to like sort of like give you that option? Um, honestly, it would have to come from a whole media thing, I think. Because, yeah, media controls a lot of the stuff that the bigger brands do and stuff. It doesn't really come from people or, like, a single person or just a small group. It's more about the social pressure, Mm. I think, to get them to do what they want because it's couple of small people they just write it off pretty much 
Um, would it come down to the restaurant, like the individual store, or would it come down to corporate? I feel like it'd come from a corporate, what? I reckon. I feel like there wouldn't be much say in something like McDonald's or something like that because they are quite controlled yeah. by their big McDonald's head office and stuff. Um, there is the licensees that own the stores and that. They don't really get much say in what goes on. Um, a lot of it just comes straight from the head office, just straight down, all the way down. Um, and so that's the thing. If the media has that sort of control, which they do, right? Yeah. We all know that they, they, they do. If the media doesn't want to air a topic because they don't like it. Yeah. But what if the entirety of the population wants plastic straws and the media just doesn't decide to yeah. air it and stuff, you know? But And then they silence those that do yeah. plastic straws. Yeah. Right? yeah they got true. a lot of control at that point. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. At that point, I think it'd be a lot of old-fashioned word of mouth mm. and stuff. You'd have to sort of cut out where they can just silence you and, you know, hide your post mm. away from everyone, mm. stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, it'd be a lot of work, oh, yeah, obviously. Like, yeah. yeah, these days, if they don't want it happening, it's near impossible for it to happen. Oh, yeah. and, they're, and they're all owned by each other anyway because of the... Oh, yeah. Being, uh, Black Rock, all, the, all that. All those big yeah, investment companies that own everything. everything. Like, literally everything. Yeah. And, like, you think, oh, but you look at, you might look at Microsoft and go, oh, they've only got a 15% share of Microsoft. How do they control that? Yeah, but then you, they also own the company that holds the number two stock position and the stock one from number three stock position and number four. Yeah. And so, you know, they've got, uh, they technically own, like, 80% of all stocks yeah. at Apple. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. 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 They control literally. Literally. Yeah. I don't it's think so there's anything other than like your local businesses and stuff yeah. that they probably don't they have their hand in. Yeah. I actually saw, do you know Grant Cardone by any chance? Have you ever seen him? He's oh, like Grant Cardone. Yeah, 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 he does like all of his real big estate. real estate yeah, the stuff. Yeah. stuff. Yeah, right. He was saying, he posted on his Instagram story this morning saying if this was a private company or, or, or norm, like a normal business, yeah. they'd be in jail. And the headline was... BlackRock loses one point seven trillion dollars in one month for its in, like for its investors and stuff. So, yeah. Wow, like wow. that's crazy. Like, but then again, you can't tell me that that's not rigged though, because like, yeah, if they own every financial institute, they can control everything. Yeah, like, that's they, they can was... control the whole market, right? Yeah, mm. and it's weird because. No one calls them out on their mon obvious monopoly. Monopoly. Yeah. Well, like they, there's no one really high enough that mm. can. Right. Like, yeah, you can report to the CEO or whatever. Yeah. But from a financial standpoint for that business, he's not going to turn around and try and take on the biggest shareholder in his company, yeah. and then what he dumps, what all of his stock. The stock just crashes pretty much to nothing yeah. for what other people are left in the yeah. actual company, and then I'm they sure. don't want to lose eighty percent of it, all yeah. their money, so they're like, "I'm out," and then company's almost gone. Or well, even the government wouldn't want to do anything because they wouldn't want to deal with the consequences of them having to mm. not be in a monopoly. Because if that's the case, then all those companies will fail. 
Yeah. And then they'll or have even none. for them to turn around and go, well, we actually don't want to have any of our big companies over in, say, Australia tried to do something. We don't, we don't want McDonald's, KFC, anything, all your big pharmaceutical brands. We're just, we don't want anything to do with you. Do it all on your own and stuff. Like, but then we'd all suffer because we rely on them so much. You know? Yeah. Like all the all your McDonald's employees. Yeah, there's some not like just a, employees, but you hundred thousand or something. Yeah, at Macca's yeah, at the moment, like that. You know? mm-hmm. And then what about your pharmaceuticals? People that rely on those drugs. Yeah, just yeah. To, let's just say to stay alive. You know. What I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So really, like you just can't get around them. You just cannot beat them. Yeah, cannot beat them. They're too far ahead. Oh, yeah. Already. But then you, know, you look at that, and the, the Rothschilds and whatever. Um, they were the people back in the Great Depression, which I think we're about to go into, to be honest. Mm. Another one of them, looking at inflation and everything at the moment. Ridiculous. But they they bought the entire stock when it was really, really low. Mm-hmm. That drove the stock price up, and everyone got in thinking, <coughs> it's gone to the moon, it's gone to the moon. Then when it got to the top, they sold. They cashed out all their money. Mm-hmm. And then everyone else lost big money. And what they've just made the richest family in history or whatever. Like John mm-hmm. D. Rockefeller, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's literally crazy. But, um, so, got a little bit off topic there, but all related, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, what do you think we're mining? Where, where do you think mining's going? Mining? Yeah. Um, do you think mining's going to go outdated? Do you think mining's going to take off? Do you think... Mining of alternate coins will take off. Like, what do you what do you reckon? At the moment, it's looking like Bitcoin's probably your safest play. Mm. Most stability in the market. What? Um. So a lot of your altcoin miners and stuff are back on Bitcoin stuff like that because when the whole thing crashed, it yep. was making like nothing compared to what they were. Right. Yep. Um. I think I watched. The Kadena, when it was at like $15, their top miner was pumping out nearly $180 a day or something, something oh. like that. Um, for the KD5 or KD6, I think it might have been their new KD6. And they're not even as good as the Ant Miner's 19 Pro, aren't they? Yeah, that's yeah. the only problem you have with them is those Ant Miners, they're just your Bitcoin stuff right. like that, they yeah. only run the SHA yep. 256 algorithm. That's right. only built in yeah, for those. Yeah, like five or six coins or something. Yeah, something like that. I think all up, there's around 18. Right. But that's like your Bitcoin cash, right. stuff like that. So yeah. variations of your oh, Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas the KD6, I think, was just your Kadena algorithm. Mm-hmm. So stuff like that is where you get a bit caught up of like, yeah, you might go buy this miner, but... Like, if you put 50 grand into a miner and you can only do Kadena, it's kind of all your eggs you in one basket. Ooh, yeah. And that, me. which is oh, a bit risky at the moment yeah, yeah. until there's that stability. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, when it crashed, I think Kadena hit $2 bottom right. and that and was pumping out like 20 bucks a day, something like that. Um, so yeah. at the moment... I'd say best bet's probably sticking with your big boys, Ethereum, Bitcoin, yeah. st- stuff like that. Um, but I do think 
the future of mining is going to be strong. I don't mm. think it's something that's going to completely die out. I think for your main ones that are going to be accepted, once Bitcoin's more accepted, um, you're going to need more miners, run more algorithms, faster, stuff like that. Um, but a lot of coins are turning to Ethereum, which is um, proof of stake, which allows you to stake all your coins, you know, online where you can right. stake it, get your returns, stuff mm. like that, um, which doesn't help with mining. Yep. But I think with the biggest one being Bitcoin, um, that's the OG, the yep. big boy. You can only do that through mining. Right. So I don't think it's something that's going to be just written off or yeah. worked out, I think. Yeah, I, I'd agree with you. And what do you think... What do you think in like real assets, like um, not like a lot of people look at crypto as like, oh, every fair resource done. You know, people like me and you, they, you know, they spend they've done that with crypto. Yeah. We know that's not every fair resource stuff. Like it actually has proven results, right? Yeah. Now, what would you say about investing in property, investing in different sort of ass assets at this time with this, um, if you if you're not familiar with it, let me know and we'll go on a different subject. But like with this interest, with the current interest rates, inflation. I think if you were to jump in right now, I think you'd either be playing a very long game or looking for potentially quick flips. Because right. I feel like, as you were saying before, being on the edge of a recession and stuff, I feel like people aren't going to be out and about looking for new houses and stuff with job security yep. not being 100%, stuff like that. Businesses during the recession are going to be struggling, stuff like that. I don't think it's going to be a hot market that people are just going to be throwing money at houses and stuff. Yeah. Um, I do believe once it starts going downhill, could be a very good time to start buying some properties, waiting for that rise back up. You could have a very good collection by the time it hits the peak and then if you want to sell or any of that stuff i think another peak sell it off take what you can obviously don't sell it off too fast you don't want all the tax coming back in one year yeah but then you can always get around that too yeah you you can always chuck that into another property or something yeah 100 percent. deduct that but yeah, that's, that's a whole other topic. Yeah, that's that whole, can uh, go yeah. very long. Yeah, can go, yeah, we could be talking about that for hours. But I love how um, do, do you listen to do do you know who Carrie Packer is? Carrie I've Packer. heard the name. So he's um, big multi billionaire like used to be the richest guy in Australia. Um, oh yeah, he founded Crown Crown Casinos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he he, he did a bit of talking to the government a few years ago about taxes and because he got tried. It got tried being done for tax evasion. Really? Mm. And the thing is in Australia, you, the thing is, sorry, the thing is in Australia, you can minimise your tax, but you can't evade your tax. Mm-hmm. And But you can minimise your tax to zero, and that's not evading tax. So yeah. then again, you, like, define evade. You know what I mean? Like, if you can minimise it legally, just do that. But mm-hmm. at what point is it evading? Like, what do you have to do to evade? It, it was a bit confusing to me. Like, and Kerry Packer was just like, I am not evading my tax. I am minimizing my tax, which I am legally allowed to do. 
And every time I come here, the government is passing new laws and new regulations, and every time you pass a new law and a new regulation, you're taking somebody's rights away. And it was, actually, he just put it really well, straight to the government's mm. face like that. It was, this is many, many years ago now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just really like what he was saying. But that's, I, I was really confused for a long time about the whole evasion yeah. thing. I was like, it's a very loose term. Yeah, that's right. It's like, how like, can you evade tax? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, um, but I think, I think in investing in property, like you say, you've got to be in it for the long term. Because yeah. and you've got to ha- have the guts to invest in it now. Yeah. Because you'd be stupid to invest in it now, going, oh yeah, I'll make some gains now. Because you know yeah. it's going to go down because agents are starting to push for properties, which means that they're desperate. Mm-hmm. You know. So yeah. that means interest rates are going to rise, yeah. and properties are going to fall because people can't afford them, so it needs to be yeah. cheaper. Um, I think rentals is the way to go, going into recession. Now, bear with me, right? If you can buy a block of units or um, a house that you can somehow just manage to hold that property, you don't yeah. care if you make a gain because you've got your day job, but if you can hold that property and you yeah. can get the rent coming in, paying off that property, you'll come at the other end of this recession and you'll have an extra property that yeah. is going up. Or let's just say you wanna you've made a bit of money and I recommended this to my math teacher this week at school. Yeah. It was just like I bought my house for five hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. I was like, Congratulations, sir. Your house is probably worth one point two million now. Yeah. And it was like, Yeah, it's where we one sold down the road for like one point one or something. Yeah. I was like, Great, yeah. sell. <laughs> I told him, sell now. Yeah. Because all it's gonna do is you're paying you're still paying off your loan and you really want to pay off your loan, right? He said, Yeah, I do. I was like, Right, so sell now. Yeah. Because interest rates are going to keep rising, it's going to be harder for you to pay off your loan. It's going to be if you think you're struggling now, you're going to be it's going to get harder, going yeah. a lot harder. Yeah. So I told him, if you sell now, you've now banked seven hundred grand worth of capital growth. Yeah. You got an extra seven hundred k in your bank that you did never had before. Yeah. Right. And I say rent for the next three years. Find a nice place, rent, mm-hmm. because you might pay. You know. You know yeah, seven hundred bucks a week. What's what, Jake? Nice. Have you got a calculator at the back? Yep. I was about to do that. Pull out the calculator. Yeah, pull out the calculator. What's what's seven hundred by fifty two? Seven hundred. That's gonna get you a nice house. A nice around, house. Around here, you get a yeah, nice. Yeah, you a nice house for seven hundred. Yeah, I reckon. Fifty two. You mean times? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah times yes. times fifty two. Yep. Uh, Thirty six thousand four hundred. Times it by three. Hundred nine thousand, right? So he comes out the other end of this recession. Yeah. Right. Okay, he might go for longer than three years, but at the, by three years' time, the market's down. And he's buying a house cheap, right? Yeah. So then, so so so, what was that number? Sorry. Hundred nine thousand. Hundred nine. So can you go seven hundred and fifty thousand minus hundred and ten thousand? Six hundred and forty thousand. So he's still got an extra six hundred and forty k on top of what he had. From the sale, that's just profit. Yeah. What, what yeah. was that number again? Six. Six hundred and forty. Six forty. And debt free. Debt free, and he's buying a house for cheapest chips. He could buy two. He could buy two houses. Yeah. Right. So he like you well, could that, almost put a down payment on a small block around here right. of apartments. Three. Hundred percent. Something and, like that. Yeah, hundred percent. And with that sort of money, you would have a down payment. What? What? Like. Six hundred k. That's ten. He could get a loan for six million dollars. 
Yeah, and have an instant down payment. Hundred percent. And the bank and the bank would give him that loan. Yeah, and yeah, and, and I'm actually going to send him this part of the uh, part of the podcast. I'm never getting a loan for six million. Yeah. <laughs> you got to, you got the ten percent you need, mate. Yeah. You got the ten percent you need, and the banks will give it to you because it's in real estate. Yeah, they're not going to give it to you. I'll get to, I'll put six million in the stock market. Thank you very much. No, freak yeah. off. That's what they're going to say to you. Yeah, they'll take you got, your six million, put it in the stock market. Percent, right? But they they won't let you do it. Yeah, but they're going to give you. Six million because they know real estate works. Because yeah. you with that six million, you can buy oh ten units probably. <laughs> yeah. Ten units. Yeah. Now, Jake, let's do the maths on this, right? Get the calculator out. <laughs> Actually, I'll use mine. I'll use mine. That's all right. I'll I'll because I just rattle them off. All right. So let's go. So you bought you bought uh, six million. You've bought. Let's just go. You'd probably get twelve units, right? You'd probably get double because you you get but you're buying all cheap. So I say twelve to fifteen units. Let's be conservative. Let's go twelve units. Right, let's rent each one of them out for let's just say real cheap, four fifty a week by fifty two. Four fifty a week by fifty two. That's twenty three grand a year times that by twelve. That's two hundred and eighty grand a year in rent. Now you bo- you borrowed the six million for uh, is there a pen is there a pen and paper up there, Jake? I don't know. I listen to write stuff. No. Right, so you've can you remember this? Two eighty. Two eighty. Yeah, just remember 280, right? So you borrowed the 6 mil. Now let's look for a 9% return on that. So you want really 540 grand a year to be making 9% return on investment, right? But at the end of the day, you're making 280K a year. You borrow the 6 mil. Let's times that by, let's just say the, inter- the interest rate at the moment, oh, we, we bought this house last year for a 3.7% interest rate. Yeah. Right? And that's cheap. So I would say, let's just say you've got two and a half percent interest rate, because it's gonna it's gonna drop because there'll become a point where they want people to borrow money again. Yeah, yeah. So well, let's let, let's go in the middle. Let's go three and a half percent. Are you happy with three and a half? Yeah. Let's yeah. go three and a half. Times by three and a half percent, that's two hundred and ten thousand, and you can get an interest only loan, two hundred and ten thousand. You pay off your two hundred and ten a year, and you've still got. Uh, oh, my maths isn't this good, and this is my math teacher learning out here. By the way, just so you guys know, um, what was that number? Two eighty, right? Yeah. Two eighty minus two ten. That's an extra seventy grand he's got in his pocket every single year that he can yep. reinvest. Yeah. And he can have like free money. Oh, that's free money because you can get an interest on a loan, mm. and the bank will give you that six million dollar loan. Yo, you'll never get a six million. But the bank will give you that loan because it's it's cash flow. Yeah, it's not every yeah. fairy. Oh, when it gets higher, I'll sell it. Like the stock market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it gets higher, I'll sell it. It says each week I'm collecting this amount from this many tenants. Yeah, and yeah. it's not like having one house where you buy one whole house yeah. and you rent that out to one tenant. It's yeah. one source of income. You're always going to have roughly that hmm? cash flow. Because if you lose that one tenant in that one house, that's your whole income gone. Yeah. If you lose your tenant, you need to find a tenant ASAP because you'll probably go six weeks without a tenant. Yeah, and it's coming out of your pocket. At 100%. That yep. So that's why if you're 10 units, you lose one tenant, you don't really care. Yeah. You lose one tenant, I'll, just, I'll find another one. I've still got another nine paying at the moment. Yeah, yep. So, and there'd be roughly enough profit between them all for him to take his 70 grand in just free money yep. and that 70 grand to cover yep. one unit. Say it took you a year mm. to find someone. Yep. Like seventy grand for a full year, yep. you're gonna find someone easy. Hundred percent. 
And it, and, that's not even coming out of his pocket yeah. yet. And, and like, that's not even his day job. Let's just say he makes 60 grand a year at his day job. That's 130 grand a year that he's making now. Yeah. He's, he's literally doubled his money. Just by selling and just yeah. playing it smart. And it's not like it's another full-time job. Because like yeah. you, you get someone, with 70 grand, you can always pay wages. You can yeah. always just pay someone 50, 45 grand a year yeah, I, just to manage a property. I think the average property manager that yeah. they pay for like your real estate and stuff is yeah. only around 40, 45-ish. Yeah. Yeah. So you can pay someone 45 grand a year. Yeah. You know, you're making 130. You're still making 85 grand. So at that point, he's still making an extra 20K a year. Yeah, than he would have. And he doesn't have to deal with... Pretty much anything. Anything. Might have to sign off on something. Oh, yeah. You sign off, obviously, because you're the, the landlord. But, like, that's, like, that's only an extra hour or so a week or yeah. whatever. You know, like, that's nothing, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, you can't, you know, for him to sit, and I'm, I'm not sure what he's going to say to watching this, but you can't sit back. If you, if you're looking at this video and you go on, and you go on, oh, that's so much extra work, you think you can, you can, you think you can double your money with no extra work, really? Yeah. You can't just sit back, relax, and... You know, do whatever and expect yeah. more money. You got to yeah. do something for that more money. You got to yeah. take the next step. And you know what? After you get this property, and you've had it and you paid off your loan, you, you can. That's the great thing about real estate: leverage. You can get your 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 ten units, yeah, and wait five years until the appreciation goes up. And let's just say it's now worth. <coughs> say you bought it for six million. Let's yeah. just say it's now worth ten million, or twelve million, right? Yeah. Yep. You can then get leverage on that, borrow against that asset, and you can then get a loan for probably twenty million. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So then you can. You, it's just it's it's such it, when you think about it, it's so easy, so yeah. easy, and that's why I love real estate. Like yeah. that's why I love real estate. And like, I like, I think it's dumb to buy a house as an investment property. A lot of people yeah. like, you know, look. Uh, let me reiterate that. It's smart to buy an investment property if you're in it for the long run and if you're banking on the fact that the property is going to go up in value. Yeah. Because yeah. you're not in it for cash flow. Yeah. Right? That's not what it provides. It doesn't provide yeah. cash flow. No. For what it's worth, right? If, if you were to get, if you were to buy a thousand square meter block and you're getting five, six hundred bucks a week for it, yeah. like that's less than, what? what is that? See, my math is terrible. So a thousand square meters divided by... Um, let's just say how much a week do you reckon they'd rent that block out for? Thousand square meters with a nice house, probably around that seven hundred for a nice yep. house. That's a dollar forty-two a square meter. Yeah, that's, that's nothing, bro. Yeah, and let's just say you're renting out a two-bedroom apartment. Let's just say it's a hundred square, hundred and let's just say two hundred square foot, right? Yeah, two hundred square foot. Which is probably how many square foot is in a square meter? Um, oh, would, that's hard. Should we halve? Isn't it like three feet to a meter, roughly? Yeah, roughly, right. So we'll divide by that by three. So that's probably 70 square meters. Yeah. Right? Let's go 70 divided by. Um, 70 divided by how much are we doing a week? For an apartment, probably. 450, 400? Yeah, 450. If they were fresh and stuff, you could probably go five hundred. Yeah. Oh frick! Yeah, it's over three times the amount. Is it three times? Hold up, let me work this out. So you've got Jake. If you can do the maths with me again on this one, because the maths teacher 
He's really good at teaching me maths. No, it's not. It's me. It's me. <laughs> I promise. So you're, you're renting. It's a 70 square meter apartment, right? And let's just say you've got. Hold up. No, you're 450 a week divided by that. There we go. Now I've got it. I've got it. Yeah. It's over six times the amount of that of a normal house. 6.4 times the amount. Yeah. That's what, So it's your, your profit per square meter is so much higher yeah. than that of a house. Yeah. So that's why it's way better to invest in uh, uh, a triplex or a block of units. Like even four units is better than one house, yeah. I'd say. Yeah, 100%. Four units is harder because um, you don't have as many tenants, not as much cash flow, and therefore not as much leverage, which means you've also got to – your return on investment is not going to be – your ROI is not going to be as high. Yeah. But if you get yeah. 10 units or above, that's when your ROI starts getting higher and higher and yeah, higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't care about that in a recession. You just hold it. You care about holding your property. Yeah. If you can get an interest on your loan, we can afford to keep the property, keep the property. Mm-hmm. You come at the back end of it with probably $5 million worth of appreciation on the building. Mm-hmm. Plus, you'll, you'll own that building. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's how yeah. I can go. You sell your place in Belmont, mate, and you, you get the money that you sell with that. And you get yep. a freaking big loan in another three years' time, and you yeah. and you're now a millionaire, a multi-millionaire. Yeah, and he's not. He, I don't think he's a millionaire now. So, I might I might just change his life with life with this advice. And if you do, if you do decide to change, it's come back to me in like three years and actually just thank me for it. Um, but <laughs> just, <laughs> that'd be so funny. So just like, the time this seventeen-year-old kid just <laughs> made my financial decisions and changed my whole life. It's so freaking funny. No, no, how funny would that be, though, Jake? If like, like imagine him when he's like eighty years old, going, oh, "I remember I was in I was mid thirties and I was struggling." Just sitting there in his penthouse, just looking over his couple yeah. apartment yeah, buildings yeah. or something. Yeah, I remember. I was struggling. I could barely pay my mortgage. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, this seventeen-year-old kid comes along, and it's like, "This is what you should do: do this, do this, do this." And, here. and then all of a sudden, I'm here with, with like, you know, let's just say, let's hope he has a thousand apartments or something, yeah. billion dollars, you know, because <laughs> that's what it is. Like, it's yeah. so easy to get to a billion once you make yeah. those first few crucial steps. Because yeah. then you start dealing with tw- ten million dollar deals, twenty million dollar deals. And yeah. You know, you got forty million dollars worth of property. Yeah, that's what you hear all the time. Is the first million is the hardest. Yeah, and then after that, it's. They yeah, just yeah. seem to double and triple it. Just you know like what? It's I barely know anyone, to be honest, that probably is worth one million. Yeah. Because majority of the people I know are probably worth five and above. Yeah. Like that are millionaires, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. They're probably worth over five and above. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the thing. The first million, and you can use that one million dollars that you make to mm. do so much more. You just 10x, yeah. 10x, 10x. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. Well, you'd find the people that sit around that million are. People in just like good paying jobs, right? Yeah, almost. Yep. Um, not people that are business owners, right. stuff like that, that yep. are actually trying to double their yep. profits, stuff yep. like that. Yep. It's just people that are set on their salary. Yep. Yes, it's a very good salary. Yeah. If you can have a million dollars, if that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if you can have a million dollars around that, just probably be a good salary. Yeah, hundred percent. I think because once you start building a business, real yep. estate, all that. Yep. It's just, it's yeah. hard to stay at just a million. Once hard, you once yeah. you realize it works, yeah, I think it's just yeah. they go all yeah. in. I heard if this it works, it works, and then it just builds. Yeah, 
I heard this story of this guy, this young bloke that was working at a at a bar full time, and he was yeah. he was working at real estate during the day. So yeah, yeah. Um, so sorry, bar by night, real estate by day, right? Yeah, yeah. And what he he got his real estate license, and he was and he bought multiple properties, and he was investment properties. Yeah. Um. And then he's then he was talking to his real estate boss. Yeah. One day, and he was like, "How many properties do you own?" And I was like, oh, "I own ten properties and live with my mom." And he's like, yeah. say that again? Oh, I own 10 property, rental properties and live with my mom. He was like, what? How much are you worth? And so he did, went away, did, did his homework. And he was worth like two or three million dollars. Yeah. And here he is. He had no idea because he was working at a bar. That was his day job. You know, his day, sorry, yeah. his day job was real estate, but his hustle was the, the bar at night. And here he is with his rental properties. He didn't, didn't even know he was a millionaire. Yeah. You know, because that's how, that's how the grind was. You know what I mean? That's what the yeah. grind was. Um. And you know, I'm not sure how old that clip was, but you know, yeah. once you add one more, one more house to your portfolio, one more property to your portfolio, yeah. it just grows and grows and grows. And the next thing you know, you're you're, you're kind of hold of this property. You know, yeah. if I know someone that has one house and maybe an investment property, there's a likelihood that they have other investments too that yeah. are working for them on the side, which allows them to buy that house and buy another house. And yeah. next thing yeah. you know, they have five houses. And yeah, yeah, it always seems to be the way with those people that end up um, building a nice and big portfolio is yeah. they're not so much just looking at how much cash is coming into their bank, stuff right. like that. All they're focused on is like just holding down their house and then they just seem to let, or not let, because yeah. sounds bad when you say they let the, the other stuff, other side hustles do its thing because yeah. they don't. They obviously focus on it yeah. like a lot, stuff like that. But it always seems to be them that they're too busy just grinding on their side hustle and stuff to even focus on like, hey, I'm like really starting to make heaps of money. This is great. Mm. They always just seem to be just head down, yeah. keep Doing building, it. and then mm. they finally step back from it and go, Look oh, what wow, yeah, mm. wow. <laughs> okay, so mm. that kind of built up pretty quick. 100%. Yeah. And a lot of the people, like there's some people out there that I know, and you know, I'm sure you know some rich people out there too, right? Yeah. There's some rich people that I know that are very – uptight sort of anal, anal pricks, yeah. right? And they just love being like really annoying, right? Yeah. I could use a lot different words to that, but I'll just say yeah. that, right? Yeah. Um, And, they, and they've got to let you know that they're super rich. They've got to let yeah. you know and everything they yeah. do. Like, oh, do you know who I am? Sort of thing. Like that sort yeah, of yeah, vibe, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah, you meet them all the time and your, your people wear, and they're the people that are wearing your, your, your designer, your Gucci, your yeah. Christian Dior. They're, they're the ones yeah. that are wearing that sort of flash. Yeah. Everyone thinks, oh, look at me, you know? Yeah. And then you've come across, like, the richest guy I know, right? Yeah. He wears, you know, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't pick it, right? Yeah. You would not pick it in a million years that he's yeah. ultra, ultra, mega, mega, mega wealthy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's... And then you get that's just a classic example of the opposite side of the spectrum. How this guy is like yeah. probably a thousand times richer than any of these people. Yeah. Right. Yep. And he doesn't have to let you know about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a thing for him. Yeah. You know? He doesn't. He's. He's. He might have gone had a stage where he was like that at one point. He might have yeah. had that. I don't. I don't. I haven't known him for yeah, twenty yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, you know. So, yeah. He might have had that stage. I wouldn't know. But. Where is that now? He doesn't have to let you know because it's not. He doesn't, yeah, doesn't yeah. care. I mean, like, what? Why would you care how I am? Yeah, that's all it's gonna do yeah, is make you jealous yeah, and make yeah. you hate me. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, yeah, um, it's like there is that bit of a difference between 
just wealthy and then people that are like really wealthy yeah. and stuff you always seem to find that those ones in between yeah. where they're just above like your average show yeah and that they're doing pretty well they have their money and stuff they seem to be the ones that are yeah. happy to flaunt all their money yeah, and 100%. get it in your face and then it's like they jump up another level and it's like yeah, yeah. i'll just try and fit in with the average yeah. joe and my dad always used to say that um most millionaires drive around a ute yeah because they um they obviously work for, they work for their money right yeah yeah. And the thing is, a lot of the ultra wealthy people that don't have to have to tell you that they're super rich, right? The yeah. multi multi millionaires and the billionaires, right? Well, yeah. some billionaires are, you know, you know, you know, right? There's all sorts of personalities. Yeah. But like, if if it's not in your face, there will come a time when you get closer to them, and you find out more about them, and yeah. all of a sudden you go, "Wow, yeah, this guy has." everything i can ever imagine yeah everything i could ever imagine yeah you know yeah they seem to be more humble about it yeah and just let you do your own yeah thing and then they'll let you figure it out on your own yeah like this that, like uh, you know he might own the most expensive property in sydney's history yeah he doesn't have to tell me about it yeah you know like, you guys will just be hanging out one day and yeah. be like oh, i want to come back to mine yeah, say, like that. That's how you found. Like, <laughs> find how you find. Yeah, yeah. Or, or you might yeah. see something in the news and go, "I know that guy. I didn't actually know about that." Yeah, oh. yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's how that's how you find out about a lot of things in the media, yeah. right? But they like when you when you find out about how much <laughs> yeah. they've got, it really blows your mind because you're like, "I never expected it." Yeah, I never yeah. expected it. Like you know, some people when they were, they were telling their story about how when they first met, sorry, when they first met Warren Buffett and stuff like that. Yeah, right? well, yeah. Warren Buffett's a different example now because he's obviously very famous as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But earlier early stories of that was, you know, you know, he was driving around an old you know, Corolla or something like that, a yeah, really old like sort he, of, yeah. All those big guys now yeah, and stuff that, yeah, they just used to drive yeah. around. Drive around like a Ford Laser yeah. or so, like something, some <laughs> yeah. crappy crap box, right? And Took the next thing you know, you find out they have like a thousand speed. houses or something yeah. crazy like that. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um like Warren Buffett is not just in the stock market. Warren Buffett's in real estate too. You yeah. think Warren Buffett's only in the stock market? No. No. No way in the world. If you buy into that, you, you, yeah. that's what he tells people. Yeah. Right? Because that's where his business is built on. His, his business is built on the stock market. His real estate's his side hustle. Yeah. Right? But typically, your side hustle is where you make your most money. Yeah. Like, like can I, can I say where you work? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Braxton, you work at McDonald's, right? Yeah. Yep. Your hustles that you do on the side probably make you a more money than what McDonald's does if you're looking at an hourly rate. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And if you were to, and if you were to get when you look at yourself in twenty years time and you gotta let's just say you gotta make a hundred grand a year doing something, right? Yeah. And you have yeah. a hustle outside of that doing whatever it is. Yeah. Why would you have a hustle that's making less than your day job? Otherwise what's the point of doing it? Yeah. Yeah. Right? I was just about to say that. I was like, that's what actually draws you towards that side hustle and keeps yeah. it going is because you look at your side hustle and go well, that's where I want to end up. Yeah. Because you don't start a side hustle. If you're because, comfortable with your job. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Like if, if your job is where the money's coming in, you, mm. you don't go looking for extra cash yeah. or any extra cash yeah. flow, stuff like that. Yeah. So when you build your side hustle, you always aim for it to bring yeah, in yeah, more yeah. money on the hour or just by effort. 100%. And that it either needs to be less effort, yeah. so to say, um, than your job. Yeah. Or 
just bringing in more money. More money, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I would say I would give an exception to that, and the exception would be unless it was in the same industry because yeah. you can work off each other. Now, let me yeah, give you an yeah, example. Yeah. I work in the maritime industry, right, yep. with, with, with like boats and stuff. Yeah. Let's just say I'm working at, let's just say, um, a place where boats are kept, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, working with people that own boats, right? Yeah. That could be my main job, but my side hustle, which is where you make the money, yeah, might be working for the people I meet at that at, at the workplace. Yeah, yeah. Right? So then I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with them as a, from a clientele perspective from that, and then I ha- start my own contracting business that contracts to them as well. So I'm getting yeah. both sides of the pay. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like they're going elsewhere. They're coming to me yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah. So then I'm, so it's the same industry, even though it's a side hustle. But again, yeah. same thing. It's still making me more money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, so it's in the same industry, which yeah. actually makes it easier Yeah. because you don't have to go looking for, you know, have, you know your reputation is already there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you already know your, all the customers, all the previous yeah. customers. You know them. Yeah. So it's a lot easier yeah. than if yeah. you were to, let's just say, work in my case, maritime, and then get into couch flipping or something. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, like that's. Yeah. 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 So anything, right? You, you got the point. Yeah. Yeah, those people already know you, your work ethic. So it takes a lot of the yeah. trying to sell yourself to yeah, them or right. sell something to them. Mm. Um, takes a lot of that out of it because they already know you and you just say, hey, I am doing so-and-so. And then they pretty much come to you and go, yeah, yeah 100%. I want that or no. Mm. Yeah. Well, um, what, what are we at, Jake, in terms of time? What are we, what are we at? Yep, that's great. We'll call it there. Well, I was originally, I said to you 45 minutes because I wanted to bring it a little bit shorter tonight, but yeah. um, well, it's, um, yeah. yeah, we're all good here. Thank you so much for coming out, no, Jake. Uh, not Jake. Freaking <laughs> Braxton. Uh, I'm so used to talking, to talking to Jake, but thank you so much, Braxton. No, I really so appreciate the conversations we have. Yeah, loved it. Um, legend. Well, um, I need to take a fat dump. <laughs> right, thanks, guys.